This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Improvised Scary Story Podcast. I'm Cody Crane. And I'm Eric Andrews. Eric, here again, replacing Damien, maybe even permanently at this point. Three, it's like Beetlejuice, three times and it's sealed. Yeah, it, it really is. It's starting to feel like it. Um, <laughs> and and I don't I don't know if my nerves can handle uh, being a guest host for this podcast for a, a long time. So <laughs> let's hope this is it. The pressure is getting to you. Yeah, but I'll, we I mean, you've put together another fantastic uh, sh- show here today. Um uh, how are you, though, before we start? Yeah, I'm I'm doing good. A little peek behind the curtains. We recorded about uh, got done recording another one about an hour ago. So we had a little time uh, to uh, be in between, which I got wrapped up into the world of AI generated covers. Oh, yeah, so I hadn't experienced this before, but it got suggested to me on YouTube so I got some uh, wild, mind-blowing covers of like Britney Spears doing Cry Me a River. And um, a, a lot of the, people are doing Kanye West a lot. So I guess people just don't want him to make any money. But they're like, we want him to do Hey There, Delilah. So okay. it's it's very, very interesting. Bizarre. I mean. AI, very freaky subject. Maybe we don't want to delve too much into it before we introduce <laughs> our guest this week. That's true, because we have an AI simulated guest today. <laughs> <laughs> we have a great guest today, though. We have podcaster, filmmaker, actor. We have Emily Goss here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, thank oh, you yeah. so much for coming on. Yes, um, have you experienced any of this AI uh, generated music yet? Well, I've been having a lot of really upsetting conversations about it recently. <laughs> I, I mean, talk about scary. Um, oh, gosh. So sorry. That's me. Uh, That's okay. But it, it knows we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, stop, cut the mics. <laughs> um, it's the AI. But no, it's it's awful. And and what you're saying specifically, so it, it's just as an actor, you know, I, I've started doing audiobooks and hmm. it's such a violation of the rights of these artists. Like if you're taking right. Kanye West's voice, you know, no, I'm no love for Kanye. I, you know, I don't have great <laughs> sympathy for him, but it's not OK. And um you know, to generate your AI profile picture, it's skimming the internet for the work of artists and then mashing them together into something that can pass as new. But yeah. it's 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 a big issue that actors have to deal with. Like our mm-hmm. union has to make a strong stance and now musicians have to, and it's just, it's so scary. It's, yeah, it's a it's really spooky time to be in like this beginning <laughs> process of AI and like while it's learning and stuff like that. Uh, there, <laughs> somebody sent me this thing where uh, it's an AI generated program where you draw a picture as the user 
-hmm. and it will try to guess it within 15 seconds. Oh my God. So it's like millions and millions of people are doing this. So it's eventually learning that like, as soon as you make this kind of movement, you're going to draw this type of thing. And it was like, whoa. I, I feel like, like that's stealing one of your stand-up acts, that whole program. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but but I, it is, actually, yeah, go, go for it. Oh no. Yeah. I just, it's, it's scary. It's a scary thing. Yeah. How much it can take from us and then maybe become us. Yeah, well, I think the first person to sell their complete likeness, right, to like um, a studio for like AI generated was Bruce Willis. I think he recently I did that for like that. a big Giving paycheck them, or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. And yeah, complete reign over uh, everything that his likeness and voice and everything does, I guess now. So that's pretty wild, um, I guess. As long as it's doing like uh, <laughs> providing money to like buy for those. It's not like uh, I just watched the uh, new Air Jordan movie. Uh, so yeah, where, yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. But uh, Michael Jordan was the first person to get revenue share from uh, shoes, I guess. So and now all athletes get part of like revenue uh, from it. So at least it's something like that. And we're not starting like, oh, we're just going to take Bruce Willis and put him in this movie and uh, you can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, We do have this conversation, you know, every time there's a new technology, first it's, you know, television is taking away from the radio and, you know, this is taking away from that. The internet is taking away from this, but um so so maybe this is just part of the natural cycle, uh, but I don't know. It starts to get scary. I do a lot of uh, dubbing, actually, for foreign films mm. and TV shows. And um, not only can, you know, I was talking to a dubbing director the other day about, oh, they're going to get AI to do this. So they're going to get AI to adapt the subtitles into the dubbed, uh, the dub translation. Yeah. And, um, but I don't like it. It's it's already <laughs> hard enough in this. I I don't know if you've ever got this, but I got like a uh, audition a little while back that was like, we want a voice that sounds like this. And they sent me an audio file that was me doing another ad. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't get the part. No, Someone already. I don't need AI to take this away from me. Someone else is already better at me than i am so <laughs> yeah we need a cody crane type but not actually cody crane yeah i'm not expensive so that wasn't the reason <laughs> oh man that is funny i have i have booked voice match jobs um for and they have been like celebrity voice matches but and so maybe that's something else that'll just disappear they'll just generate the voice they want yeah oh yeah I mean, I, that's that's almost that's a pre AI <laughs> kind of almost right. Or you yeah. you are I guess it leans itself into imitation. Are oh you, yeah are yeah you, yeah. Like I am the pre AI. You mean? Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> are are you are you good at? Um, You've uh, already been AI generating voices. That's what <laughs> <laughs> this is especially going to hurt artificial you. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, beyond the AI, do you uh, do, have you had any experience in paranormal? Any? Uh, do you, are you a believer? A non-believer? What what what's where are you at? In you know. The world? I buy it like, mm. yeah, I, I, I believe that there's that there are ghosts, that there are things out there because too many people have had experiences that are too unexplainable and too specific all over the world, all throughout time. Um, but I've never experienced something myself and I, I don't really like thinking about it. It scares okay. me. I get I get very scared. You I, you get scared of. I uh, I'm 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 frightful. Yeah. What what would be the thing that you th think would like shake you to your core? Um, like being in a room <laughs> with a ghost. And okay. Yeah. Ghost. Yeah. I've, uh, 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 what if it was friendly? It 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 made I'm its intentions that. known. I'm yeah. just here. It's the Casper deal. I loved Casper, Christina Ricci. That that was a great, great part of my childhood. Yeah, I grew <laughs> behind that. Yeah. But I did find Casper scary when Casper's family 
And when it's like there, they scared me as a child. Stinky and uh, <laughs> what was stinky grumpy. and the other fellas, yeah. <laughs> grumpy, yeah, sleepy, all of the, <laughs> all of those guys. Um, uh, yeah, but, Cody. Uh, I think that we've just constantly been bringing up fear after fear for you here, like <laughs> AI it's to like ghosts. And, fear podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. really unraveling this. <laughs> yeah. a what, good do you, what do you enjoy doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I, I enjoy like what I get to do for a living. I enjoy being an actor and, and seeing not scary movies and, and plays and, um, working with people, getting to know people. I love soccer. I love cooking. (laughs) Not, not scary movies though, but dealing, uh, with the dead here in this uh, new podcast series, uh, Two yeah. dead girls in Jubilee. So it's still, uh, that's kind of a little bit haunted as well, in a way. Yeah, super haunted. Um, there are a lot of uh, events. Uh, you know, my character Myra in in Two Dead Girls in Jubilee is certainly haunted by decisions she made and events of the past, and I find that very compelling. Um, I like explainable uh, phenomena. Yeah, <laughs> on the Not... whole, but but Jubilee is a really incredible show um, because it's a very, I think, engaging murder mystery. The hunt for this cold case killer who, in the summer of 1997, killed my little sister and another little girl in our very small town of Jubilee, Indiana. Um, but it is also a detailed examination of of the ways in which we can be haunted by um, by events and the ways in which families can fall apart. I think it's so fun to uh, uh, do like the murder mystery thing and then have like these uh, kind of like uh, deeper problems going on within and exploring those as well. But uh, I'm uh, I'm really excited for it all to unfold and and get to the bottom of this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And everyone has secrets in Jubilee, which is super fun. Every character is is nuanced and deep. Yeah, and is do you is this like a vibe of like an older murder mystery where we have like the creak at the door and lightning flashes? How what what and Columbo's is... wandering around? <laughs> what 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 do you what is the vibe of uh, two dead girls in Jubilee? Well, not being a murder mystery aficionado myself, you know, I, I'm into the genre. I'm just not very knowledgeable in it. But the writer, creator, producer, director, genius, Ethan Wellen, who um, created not only the story and directed us as we were recording, but created this vivid audio world. Mm. Uh, I think he's done an incredible job with sound effects and um putting the listener in a in an immersive experience um i don't i don't think it's uh like hokey no uh, it's, it's not like like <laughs> but um but yeah it's like it's very um vivid yeah there are certainly a lot of atmospheric additions mm. and when you guys like record it do you are you uh privy to these like uh sound effects and uh, mood setting or is this all kind of based on just you your potentially your scene partner uh, like how how do you get into something like this where it's it's like all you vocally yeah well ethan's script was very detailed and had some things like we hear the car turk turn signal or uh. we hear a sound that sucks us into the past so reading the script, I could imagine the final product, but it is so, so beyond anything that I that I imagined. And we recorded this in 2021, um, around this time, two years ago. And it was just, I was in my closet uh, talking to Ethan on some program that I forget, but... Um, and then sometimes another actor would patch in from their closet and we could do the scene together, recording ourselves and then sending Ethan the files and he was also recording. Um, so it's it was it's really impressive 
what he pulled off in this crazy time. Yeah. Amazing. What's the what's the biggest thing to uh, surprise you now that we've had like the first five episodes roll out? Um, what's the biggest uh, thing to really surprise you since recording it back in 2021? Because it's two years ago now and to it coming out now. The voices of the other actors that yeah. I'm in <laughs> scenes with, like I, I have to this day have never met the wonderful Zachary Cantrell, who plays <laughs> the sheriff, uh, Liam Shepard in Jubilee. And so I was, you know, to hear our voices together is so exciting. Amazing. It's so funny to uh, like think about like the uh, what the pandemic kind of like brought in a lot of ways. And it's kind of like perfect for projects like this. Right. Because right. before that, when you're thinking about just uh, like recording like being an actor and then recording like in your closet like thinking about yeah, like that moment's alone. a pandemic thing right yeah <laughs> yeah totally i mean it's really it's really one of those pandemic silver linings yeah um, yeah it's it's brought uh brought a lot of good in a lot of ways to uh i think like the industry as far as just like not having to like go and travel to all these auditions anymore <laughs> just doing yeah. it like all over zoom now like it's honestly pretty good, but no, yeah. you like that better. Well, pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it is nice not to have to, to rearrange my day You're right. around an audition. Um, I can audition whenever I have the time, but it, it was nice to get some feedback in the room. Um, there was at least like the illusion of building a relationship with casting. Right. And now, like, I know like, the casting directors are amazing and they're watching our tapes and they're rooting for us and they're doing what they can. But it, it's still hard to just send those tapes into the void and not hear anything back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think that uh, I, I don't know. I've always I've preferred it so far anyways, like nice. ju just doing that, and not like traveling. I mean, And I think that in my head, too, like you're um, you're out in LA, right? Um, right? So like, that's always been kind of haunting to me, like thinking about <laughs> going from like destination to destination for these like auditions, like Toronto is a pretty like small area in comparison and like easier to get around. I feel like if you, but you really need a license there, right? Especially if you're doing that. But now I feel like, oh, I can go out there and I'll just be in my room auditioning. That's fine. I can do that. Yeah. I can handle it. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you get nervous and if you mess up, then you can do it again. Yeah, I'm giving my best takes. And that's <laughs> when it really becomes vulnerable because they you think in your head, they're like, this is his best take. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have heard like some, you know, casting directors say, and it's true, like when we can nitpick and overanalyze, sometimes we rob ourselves of the organic moments mm -hmm. that used to stand out. And like if it was a messy quote unquote, quote unquote audition yeah um, sometimes it, it had a little bit more special sauce than the <laughs> polished version <laughs> i i really miss seeing uh people who are also my like type oh god i don't <laughs> miss that <laughs> who's in the room who, who who's like me <laughs> okay this these are the people that i'm i'm with good yeah. <laughs> good to know yeah. I I feel like the only things I went for were like, okay, you're the wild card option, but I didn't start <laughs> booking until the pandemic. So like, I have no wow. idea what I didn't go in the room with my type. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, but to uh, go back to uh, the spookier note here, have you ever had a paranormal experience yourself? Was that a big thing growing up or anything like that? No, not at all. Um, and I, and I had never even met anyone who openly talked about paranormal experiences until I was doing my first horror movie, ghost movie, and then they all like believed in ghosts and had ghost experiences. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it wasn't just like a thing. Like I, I grew up a little bit with like my uh, family, I guess, talking about it. Um, Kind of like I watched my parents as they slowly kind of believed in it um, through like their own experiences, like being like my dad was the ultimate skeptic. And then a few experiences brought him to that moment. So it was a little bit in my life because of that. 
but not overly. But that wasn't just like, have you ever talked to your parents about like a ghost or anything like that? I haven't. Now I want to. What were what were the experiences <laughs> that started changing your dad's mind? Yeah, there was a couple where basically in the house I grew up in, you would hear running and up and down the stairs. Oh my God. But really, did you? That's so scary. <laughs> So That's we would really scary. we would hear that all the time and my dad just didn't believe it. And then there was one time where both of us were my mom and I were gone and it was just constant running up and down the stairs. And he was like, what's happening, I guess. And he looked, nothing was there. It's just constant right beside his like the or the way the living room was set was like right by those stairs, too. So he can just mm. look over from his chair and be like, nothing's there. But then he also had a moment where um, when his mother passed away that um he felt he was uh working like he was an engineer out at the hospital so he was working in the boiler room and felt a hand grab his shoulder like in like a kind of a comforting way just from behind him and then the phone rang and when he walked to get it they told him that his mother just passed away Wow. So that was like the second thing where I think that sealed the deal where he was like, OK, now I believe in it fully. OK, and I was trying to play the skeptic in your stories here and that it's hard to play skeptic in the second one. Uh, <laughs> but but I'll, I'll I'll think of a way. First one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, ruin it. <laughs> where where were the stairs in your home? Uh, the stairs were right beside the living room. So basically. It was like living room. My mm -hmm. dad's chair was always at like the opening of one of the doorways. There was like multiple yeah. kind of doorways. It was like a, a big older house kind of deal. Yeah. So the stairs are kind of like the middle of the house in a way. Like they almost like everything wraps around. Oh, they're in the middle. The stairs. Can, yeah. they, can there be pipes under the stairs? Or is the yeah. wood creaking? The I was going squirrels squirrels Gross. yeah the <laughs> the way the stairs are is that it's directly over the where you enter from the basement so there's like opening and stairs going down where mm -hmm. they're going up basically okay All right. so it's it's a lot of like hollow opening i think and so it, it, it could be squirrels is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be squirrels. It could be a group of squirrels just racing yeah. up and down the stairs. <laughs> and for the hand touch, I was thinking squirrels. Yeah, that was also a squirrel just yeah. planting the hand on the shoulder. It was a small. He did say it was a really tiny hand. <laughs> <laughs> but do you do you think this these things happening to him uh, helped make you uh, such a believer? I mean, I had already been pointing it out a lot as a kid, like when I uh, and some stuff was nonsensical, but some stuff was like, oh, this guy in the doorway right now, like, right. And uh, talking to my mom and stuff like that about like, oh, who's that guy there and like the door. And then later on in life, when um, I uh, like not too long ago in my 20s, like I was seeing ghosts a couple of times in uh various places so i don't think it paid a big part but it was kind of one of those things where then experiences drove me to believe as well mm. see my my mom comes from like a the spiritual side she yeah. she believes in ghosts and stuff her her biggest aspiration is when she passes that she will haunt me forever she tells me every year at Christmas, I, I'm going to when I die, I'm going to haunt you. Um, but she she likes signs, you know, and like uh, superstitions and things like this. Um, there's what there's a superstition about a knock on the door. And if you open right. it and no one's there, um, that uh, there will be a death in the family. And then if you get three knocks, that's two deaths and a birth. Uh, so one one day, my mom and I were just at home. I was a teenager. Uh, there was a knock on our three knocks on our door. We opened it. No one there. A month later. Uh, it's quite a bit of time later. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> well, I guess there's no real timeline for it. Yeah. Uh, but one of our uh, one of her aunts died. And then another person died. And then her, uh, my cousin had a baby. 
But another person in your family or, or just like yeah, a- all in my no. family. <laughs> yeah, another person just in town. Yeah. Someone someone had a baby. <laughs> someone had a baby. It was nuts. It happened. Um, but there's things like this. And actually today I had a bit of a spiritual uh thing happen to me. I, I have a cat who likes to go outside and he brought home a bird, which is like apparently uh a, it has a spiritual meaning uh that there's goodwill in your life at the moment and oh. it's a reminder to stay like humble and be appreciative for the things that you have because for some reason cats are believed to be connected to like the spiritual world and uh, be able to bring you messages from the other side this is what it's supposed to mean. So it killed a bird. No, no, the bird is it was alive. Oh, it brought the, it brought me a bird. It was alive, and then I I put the bird back outside. What? Oh, how did it bring okay? it? Pardon me. I thought yeah, it brought it in its mouth. My cat. Uh, I thought it was a glove originally, and then uh dropped it inside my house and the bird flew and i was like oh my god what uh, uh and then i managed to corral the bird to fly outside <laughs> i just i i can't believe that a live bird <laughs> was in its mouth not doing anything until it was dropped well, that was a yeah. smart bird. That was a smart play by the I bird. Think, I think the bird was playing it cool. Yeah, playing it chill until it just started flying all around your house. I assume crashing into everything, knocking over dishes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it managed to only fly into one area, uh, which was fine. I, I got my cat, threw him away from the area, opened the door so the bird could get out, and it did. It was... It was a very chaotic moment, but apparently it's supposed to be good, a good omen. Did you already know that information or did you tell your mom? No, no, I, I looked after because I was oh. like, what does it mean? What Whoa. does this, what's the world trying to tell me here? And then, uh, yeah, it was like, <laughs> be humble. <laughs> Are you someone who looks for meaning and signs? around you like is that is this something that you that you do wow that's a good question you've really turned this on its head we're supposed to be asking you these questions <laughs> you guys I, are interesting i i i like to look at it i liked i, I like horoscopes i like the chinese zodiac i i like the exploration of uh something simple i guess Huh. Which horoscope is just what your your month, and yeah. Chinese zodiac is just the year you were born. Uh, which I think, like in a sociological aspect, there is something involved. Does it really change every twelve years and in that pattern? I don't know. But am I a Sagittarius uh, who likes to be alone? Yeah, <laughs> I that fits. Uh, I feel so similarly about astronomy as <laughs> as ghosts, I guess. Like, there's got to be something to it. Um, there's just a lot. There's a lot of evidence that supports some correlation, some truth. Yeah. What What is what What's your uh, zodiac sign? I'm an Aries. Is that Is that the zodiac? I'm yeah. a, I'm also a horse in the in the Chinese zodiac. Oh, okay. So you, you know, know both. Them. Yeah. Um, let's the horse. I don't know. I don't know too much about. I've, I feel like everybody so... knows their Chinese Zodiac sign because it was on our menu placing every time. We went to you know yours. Right? Uh, I know mine. Yeah, I was the monkey. OK. Nice. Yeah. I'm a yeah. rabbit. Rabbit. Uh, my, my mom's a rabbit. What a what an eclectic farm we have here at the moment. Uh, but let's see horse let's see if this if you relate to your horse traits okay this is a uh, horse uh, people born year of the horse are very highly spirited 
active and energetic. Their enthusiasm and cheerful personalities make uh, people like them. That is why people who are born in the year of the horse like to be the center of attention and make everyone around them enjoy their company. Is this fitting? I buy it. I buy it enough. I don't love being the center of attention yeah. when it's just me, but I, I certainly like, I like I'm an actor. I like for the work to be focused on. I like for the yeah. work, people to be paying attention to, you know, the podcast and things like that. <laughs> yeah. But not um, necessarily soloed out in a situation where... <laughs> but I think it is. I think it is accurate. But how can you say that everyone born in the year 1990 is cheerful? I have no idea. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch. It was a good yeah. year. It was a really <laughs> good year. year. Yeah, there was good vibes going that year. That's why. But then also again in 2002 and, you know, 2014 and next year, I guess, all these horse years. <laughs> wow. I guess it's, yeah, I guess it's just a, a good time uh, to be <laughs> be around. Monkey. What do we think, monkey? Uh, Mischievous. Uh, piece of shit, probably. <laughs> oh, no. Here's monkey. Monkey's personality. Uh, sharp, smart, but naughty. Uh, <laughs> people born in the year of the monkey have magnetic personalities and are witty and intelligent personality traits like uh, mischievousness, curiosity, cleverness make uh, make them very naughty. Monkeys <laughs> really repeating are, the naughty part. Yeah, yeah monkeys really. are masters of practical jokes. Ooh. You got that in there? Um, yeah. uh, because they like playing most of the time wow i i think that it kept trying to uh give me a compliment but then putting me back down but but you are naughty yeah <laughs> let's hammer that one home okay yeah now does does that fit for you i i don't know if you're super mischievous are you i'm always up to something over here mm. <laughs> i didn't know this about you <laughs> yeah i always gotta i always got a plan <laughs> See, I guess I guess that's why I I kind of gravitate towards it because it 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 makes me feel closer to somebody, I guess, by like unveiling a piece of the onion of who somebody might be. Uh, but do you because not I would think that like if everybody born in the year nineteen ninety two is mischievous and up to something and pranking constantly, that my school would have been absolute anarchy. <laughs> I don't know. But if we look to YouTube, there's a lot of prank videos out there. Those <laughs> yeah, could be are. monkeys. There no. I just I I mean it's a uh I get so annoyed by these prank videos that like constantly pick up on like uh TikTok or like YouTube like suggested to me for whatever reason and it's the worst pranks. It's just inconveniencing people. And then I just saw the article yesterday that one of like the YouTube pranksters uh, got shot doing a prank. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. someone was so afraid of the prank that they had a gun and they responded like they thought they were, they were in danger or they were pissed off at the pranker or the prank was somehow to get shot. I think I need to, I need to know more. I think it was something like uh, people were looking. It hasn't come out what the prank actually was yet, but people were looking at his uh, channel, I guess. And he does like a lot of like uh, invading people's personal space and stuff like that. So I think when you I I'm guessing that it was just coming like too close to someone like just messing around with the wrong person and the guy had a gun, I guess. I don't know. It's it's wild. I've seen like quite a few like videos of like the pranksters like trying to do like the stuff to like different people and getting like hit or something like that. I, I, I don't know why you do it. Like it's just it seems like a dangerous game. <laughs> you know, I had this really fun ongoing gig as being an actor on a prank show. OK, I'm, yeah. like remembering um, and it was so fun. The people who do it are so brilliant and so nice. Um, but it, and I loved it because I actually love 
pranks and practical jokes. Oh. <laughs> so there was like one. Are you the but... year of the monkey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there was this one where the Marks think they're on a different type of reality show. So that's why there are cameras there. The show was called Fameless. Right. TV. And the, the Marks think they're going to be pulling over speeding drivers. That's why they're there. And uh, they're there with the, the host or the main guy. And so this car comes ripping down the road and the Mark and the host pull it over. And I'm in the back seat with a fake baby belly going into in labor, like active labor screaming. And so then the, the, we get the, we, the Mark helps me out of the car. I'm lying down on the, the, on the street. And it's like, he has to help me deliver this baby. Um, and that was the prank. That, and it was <laughs> that's <laughs> relatively like harmless though i mean it is a totally, stressful situation totally. for the Not person. A situation i but, don't think i would be well versed in or <laughs> even good at <laughs> but i guess that's what the the uh the prank is right exactly. how does this person react he yeah was, he was there he was like gonna help me <laughs> deliver this baby it was amazing <laughs> I I, 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 I did that... a prank show as well. Oh, really? Well, yeah, one of my first gigs uh, was a prank show. And um, I found it really hard uh, being a performer on it uh, to not constantly think that I was the one being pranked. <laughs> <laughs> I kept worrying like, oh, my God, this they're going to turn around and it's going to be me. Oh, how funny that's Did you ever have that fear where it's like you're <laughs> the <once>. actor? Okay. <laughs> where they're gonna turn it on you. Oh, okay. Well that's that's good. <laughs> I I think that just completely capsulates who you are, Eric, in, in just one short story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fear that of mine that kind of followed me from uh gig to gig, where I was like, okay. This is probably a prank show, too. Yeah, I'm only being booked right yeah. now because I'm being pranked. This Murdoch Mysteries, I'm sure, is... Uh, <laughs> where's where's the cameras? <laughs> Are those? Yeah. It was a long con. You know, the yeah. show's been on for five yeah. years. But just to get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's we, we all have different kinds of fears, I think. Uh, we're, we're here with Emily Goss. Um, <laughs> I have many. <laughs> yeah. I, we, we've kind of sp spoke about AI and all this stuff. I have this computer generated quiz that, uh, we ask you questions or the computer does, <laughs> and then it's supposed to tell us what you're afraid of. Oh, wow. <laughs> you think you'd be up for this quiz? Me right now? If, if you want to. Let's do it. Okay. Cody, are you going to do it too? <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm in for the ride. Okay. Uh, we'll do it super quick. Uh, starting off, um, Emily Goss, Two Dead Girls uh, in Jubilee. Jubilee. Uh, Jubilee. Oh, my God. I... No, that's okay. It's a made so up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real place. Uh, you kind of mentioned this before. Do you like horror films? I like to be in horror movies. I don't like to watch them. Yeah, got it. Uh, which category of phobias best fits your biggest fear? Animal well, this is pain, just giving the answer. Falling, <laughs> embarrassment. I guess it's, it does help. Yeah. Like animals, pain, falling, embarrassment. Yeah. Mm. Four separate ones. Oh, embarrassment. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say. I I, I think it's. I'm gonna say pain. Oh yeah, that's. I agree. Um, do you like riding on Ferris wheels? Yeah, a little, a little tame actually for my taste. Okay, <laughs> but I it's enjoyable. Um, when uh, was uh, well, I don't know what that's a stupid question. Uh, when was the last time you visited a doctor? You don't have to answer that one. If you don't want to. <laughs> recently, we actually okay. very recently. Oh, okay. Uh, that's that is a an answer. Available. Was that even in the quiz? Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to animals. Which animal scares you the most? Human beings, sharks, snakes, or bears? 
Sharks. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, I feel like I'm also narrowing down my answer for you. Oh. Um, which which is <laughs> most if, likely- uh, You can beat the AI, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> which is most likely to happen when you get scared? Uh, you get paralyzed, not able to speak. Maybe you pass out or uh, scream. Scream for oh. sure. Really? <laughs> I am a screamer. Like if, <laughs> when I when I do have to watch a scary movie, or even if there's a movie on that's not particularly scary. <laughs> okay. I, I'm known to gasp and scream. Uh, on to the next. Do you enjoy the outdoors? Yeah, very much. Yes. Uh, how do you prefer to travel? Um, pl plane, bike, car, airplane, you know, the uh, well, modes of where we're going. Ooh, that's um, a good it, it seems like it started with options. Are you doing a write in <laughs> portion or are you generating this? <laughs> uh, I'll say, I'll say car. Yeah, I think that's most common. Um, <laughs> are you hoping that? <laughs> She just says an answer that's on the list of four. I'm I'm giving it a go. Um, if you, uh, how would you feel if you had to give a presentation to a big group? Totally fine. Oh yeah, love it. That was, you, that was an option. To, yep, okay. <laughs> that was in there. Do you get nervous uh, when you go up in an elevator uh, where you can see out of it? No, no. And then now it's like, you know, when you do these cute quizzes, like, I'm not afraid of heights. That is I know. See, that's not I afraid think, of. You're like, you know, not afraid of falling, not afraid of Ferris wheels. Did you go to a haunted house this year? Fuck no. <laughs> no. Uh, do you enjoy the thrill of being scared? No. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, which of the following situations, I'll read these ones, would be more frightening to you? Being introduced in front of a large audience, standing at the top of the Empire State Building, being called back into the dentist's office, or being out in the middle of the jungle? So I think I'm going to say out in the middle of the jungle. And when I did, when I said pain, because now the dentist's office, like, mm. you know, I don't mind going to the dentist. I meant like emotional pain. Yes. Like okay. the pain of loss and regret. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and just like sadness. I'm very afraid of that. So this this bee sting one, I'll just skip. Yeah. So uh, like being alone <laughs> in the jungle with my thoughts would be scary. Oh, I wasn't even thinking thoughts. I was going back to animals. Oh, okay. Thoughts. Okay. Um, the, wait, there was one just on bee stings. There was one question <laughs> dedicated to bee stings. Yeah, it's all right. I, I skipped it. Um, <laughs> okay. We're back to the dentist. Apparently, have you ever made an excuse to cancel a dentist appointment? No, I love going to the dentist. Oh, wow. Okay. This is just uh, us helping your dentist catch you in a trap. <laughs> at this point. Um, which which job sounds the least appealing to you? Motivational, uh, a, a motivational speaker. Uh, veterinarian, window cleaner, dental assistant. <laughs> I'm worried this is just a dental test now. Now I know I need to change careers. <laughs> um, wait, what? It was most appealing? Uh, yes, the least appealing. Least appealing. Least appealing. Uh, motivational speaker, window cleaner. Yeah, vet. Vet or dental assistant. Mm. Um, I'll say dental assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good one. <laughs> um, do you think your biggest fear hurts uh, your job performance? Sometimes, mm. yeah. I think, I think I can get in my head. I can, you know, and like caring too much or or feeling inadequate, feeling hopeless and lost can certainly affect my performance and my ability to put myself out there. Is, or did oh. we get too deep? Is this too deep? No, no, this is, I mean, <laughs> that, that was all one of the options on there. <laughs> D, <Yeah>. crippling <laughs> imposter syndrome. Um, okay, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Let I'll me... quickly rattle off this 60 question quiz. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize it went this far down. I'm loving it. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, which is the closest? Oh my! Which is the closest to your worst nightmare? Having uh, the whole world tune into a speech you give about them. <laughs> I about guess. The world. Yeah, uh, the, the being dentist pushed out of a plane <laughs> without a parachute, uh, a torture chamber in the Spanish Inquisition, oh or God. being thrown into a snake pit with Indiana Jones. <laughs> Wow. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say being at like falling out of a plane without a parachute. Yeah. Like the other ones have some survival, it feels like. Um the Inquisition one is scary too. Yeah. But um yeah. The, the Indiana Jones one, I I'll assume that he's gonna help me. Right. You think he got out of there. <laughs> All right, these are the last two, I promise. Um <laughs> what's the longest you've ever spent alone? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know, a couple days, maybe. Okay. And what does that mean? Like, I've I've traveled alone, mm. but you know, in cities full of people. Right, you're seeing people. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. In like complete isolation. Well, the episode that we recorded that people will have seen a week a, a week ago was with um, the winner of Survivor, and she had a two week oh. sp- sp- or a two day specific isolation. So that was exactly nice. the answer I, t- I think of when I see that. But uh, the rest of us don't have to experience that. That's like a torturous part to win a million dollars. Fair. All right, this is the last question, and then we're going to figure out what you're afraid of. Uh, what's your reaction to seeing a clown? Uh, great. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm like, going to have to clarify. You know, I'm, I'm here There's for two you options for greats performer. here. Okay. Clowns are fine or clowns are funny? Clowns are, clowns are funny. Got Don't it. give them too much. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of clowns. <laughs> They're <wonderful> okay. <laughs> we we've done uh, the quiz, Emily Goss. Can we can we guess what you're most afraid of uh, based on AI generated questions? And you got heights. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the parachute question. To be honest, that, that really one grew- question <laughs> offset. All of the rest that were against heights? I think so. It says, whether you find yourself in an airplane, climbing upstairs, or looking over the edge of a cliff, you go weak in the knees and buckle in fear. Uh, Anything above us, one story tall. This is actually making... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. It's making sense for you. (laughs) This is making me feel better about my fear of AI, though, because that's so wrong. Like, maybe... Maybe maybe their takeover is further away than it seems. Yeah, we exactly we set back. We we heard the hey there Delilah cover, but now this one sets AI back a little bit. So yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> you can deep fake, but well, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. I I have my guess based off of the answers. Given. Okay. I would say that I think, and this might be off of a couple individually, but I think in the grand scheme that uh just open water Ooh, that's that's scary yeah i don't like it that is scary and the unknown and uh yeah i i have to think about everything (laughs) yeah that's a good one you got me cody and i i was even thinking like the getting pushed on an airplane without a parachute in a way is kind of like just being in open water in totally. in a big way. Right. Like you you have the kind of same fear that you get from that specific helplessness, yes. I think. So yeah. um, I nailed it better than AI. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, we got a story to tell. We all drew I'm positions beforehand. <laughs> fourth fear. That's the fourth fear. <laughs> all right. I uh, go to um, a random celebrity generator. Eric, I believe you are the celebrity. I am. Yeah. So it's going to give you four options and you have to appear as the celebrity at some point during the story. Uh, your options are Reese Witherspoon, Victoria Beckham, Melissa Joan Hart. Great. 
and George W. Bush. <laughs> okay. What a foursome. Yeah, what Interesting. a what a foursome. A pretty much the same era. Oh yeah, you're right. 90s. Yeah, that's all that's all pretty close he's, there. He's, he's timeless. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. So um, you'll have to choose from one of those. I got the swing. No responsibility in the story, which means, Emily, you got the narrator. Yes. And I am the narrator of two dead girls in Jubilee. So oh, maybe yes. maybe I've been practicing and this I can do this. Perfect. So I go to can I get a dot com and it will give you a randomly generated uh, suggestion, but you have to choose whether you want a location, relationship, or word from it. Who chooses? I choose? Yeah, so choose one of those, and I'll hit the button, and it'll give you. Relationship, please. Relationship. Uh, so you have uh, Woodsman and Camper. Fabulous. Mm. All right. The Spooky Woodsman and Camper. Start however you would like. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day. Coming up, Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine, right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot, it can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. April 7th, 2023. A rustic lone camper is parked in a clearing in the woods. All of a sudden... We hear footsteps, but there aren't any squirrels anywhere around. And that is when the woodsman appears with a hatchet on his shoulder. Get out of the truck. Me? Yeah, yeah, out of the truck. Uh, I'm, I'm just, we're just, we're just doing a, ca not, a camp. Not a negotiation. Come on now. Out of the truck. I got the hatchet. What more okay. do you want? Do you want me to okay, smash okay. the window? Do I need no. to perform here for you? Prove no, please. I'm it's, a bad man. It's my mom's car. Uh, okay. Okay. Can I just grab my Gatorade? Uh, yeah, sure. If you need to be hydrated, that is. But if you don't need to be hydrated, don't be playing games with me. No, 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 no games. Thanks. Reese Witherspoon grabs her Gatorade. <laughs> I appreciate she it so much. <laughs> she follows the, the woodsman out of the camper. All right. 
And now I'm just going to say April Fools. <laughs> what? A- April Fool. I just saw I thought you ran out of gas and I thought that was a good time to come over and prank you with my hatchet and everything oh. like that. It's uh, because oh it is gosh. it is April you... 1st, right? <laughs> You scared the sweet home Alabamas out of me. <laughs> that that is a that is a very if there were cameras around, we you, the reaction you would have seen on my face oh, would be yeah. sheer terror. And I wish there was cameras around. See, that's the problem with me living all the way out here in the woods like this is uh, no electricity, no cameras or anything like that. Just uh, pure open forest and hoping that I get an audience member like yourself that I can prank on in April, as long as it is indeed April 1st, right? You, you've never had electricity? No, uh, no, we don't really get it much out here. There's no power lines or anything like that. I Ever. do have in your whole life. You've never had electricity. No, I've heard about it. Reese is re- realizing that this may be the one man on earth who doesn't know who she is. And therefore, he might truly be able to see her for all her flaws and all her wonderful, true uh, virtues. What's, what's your name? <clears throat> My name is John. John Woodsman. Nice to meet you, John Woodsman. Uh, what's your name? Oh, I'm Victoria. Victoria. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice uh, name. Thank you. It was my grandmother's name. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to meet you out here. Uh, did you need anything from the truck anyways? Were you broke down or did I misread the situation? I... I actually have something that's in the truck. Uh, wait, no, never mind. Uh, no, I don't need anything. I was just passing through, and I, I, I got lost just looking at the, all the beautiful trees. And it sounded like you had something in the truck there. You almost spilled the beans. You got a big pot of gold in there or something. <laughs> no, no pot of gold. Uh, there's nothing in the truck. Let's let's go back to your cabin. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. It's just about a uh, forty. I want to see how John here. Woodsman lives. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. We'll uh, go back to my cabin. Can you drive us there? Or do we have to hike? No, we can't take the car. Oh God! It's such a long hike. It took me a long time. I just walked straight until I found someone that I could prank. But Reese did all her own stunts in the movie Wild. And so she <laughs> feels like she is up for this hike. And the two set off, even though the sun is starting to go down. Hours later, in the middle of the forest, they hear something. Stop, Reese. Or Victoria, sorry. What? <laughs> Hold on here. There's a little bit of rattle in there. It could be a, a, a bear or something. The last person that I tried to take to my cabin uh, got dragged off by a pack of wolves. And then I had to find someone else. It's an ongoing cycle. Circle of life, I guess. I read that in a book once. You, wait. <laughs> you you said a name back there. You've never had technology your whole life? No. Why do you ask again? It's just that name just rang familiar to me. Yeah, um, I do have a book subscription. Mm. And sometimes the books come in and it says based off a motion picture and it uses an image from movies instead of the actual cover that used to be. And whenever I like a book, I get extra copies, as many copies as I can. I like all the special editions and everything like that. So I did happen to maybe see you once in uh, a book adaptation. 
so you know who I am. Yes, I'm a big fan because only because you I know have... that I'm Reese Witherspoon and that people are going to be looking for me and that you taken me to your cabin. No, you you asked to go to my cabin. Okay, don't turn who that do you around. You think on people me. are going to believe here? Is this a prank? This is a prank. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Show him the cameras. Come oh. on out, guys. Several oh. squirrely cameramen emerged from the trees. You holding thought, cameras and microphones. You thought you could get a professional. You saw the prank I did. They must have been scared out of their boots that their star was about to get hatcheted. Huh? Were they scared? Do you got an earpiece? Yeah. Were you guys scared that I was going to get hatcheted? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you Do you have anything you want to say to America in the camera? Right now. I love Reese Witherspoon, and I have all the novels of Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. <laughs> and you've just been bammered. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> all right, great job, Reese. When's the helicopter getting near? Uh, um, will the helicopter be able to take me anywhere, too? I actually... Absolutely not, sorry. Oh, do I get no compensation for being in this prank show? Uh, yeah, we've got some tote bags and baseball hats with our uh, embroidered logo. Will you just sign this release form for us? Oh, I guess so. For a couple of tote bags and stuff like that. I guess I can put my hatchet in it. Huh? Don't Absolutely. have to carry it over my shoulder like this anymore. Yeah, you got it. All right. Thanks. See you later. Wait, before you go. Yeah. Do any of you want to still come to the cabin? What do you no. think? Oh, no. That was just for that was just for ratings. You thought it'd make uh, interesting TV. Yeah. We we have another prank to do, and uh, it's in a plane. It's a whole thing. Like, we're going to pretend that the plane's going down and that there's no parachutes in it and that uh, everyone's just going to drop into the water down below and be by themselves. I well, smell Emmy. I know. Well, Reese, uh, would you still be doing all of that if you didn't have a crew by any chance? Like, if all of these crew ended up getting hatcheted in front of you right now, would you still have those same plans? Yes. How? No. How, how would you manage to do all of that? Because you wouldn't be able to get out of here, right? Reese is stumped. The woodsman takes advantage of her silence and makes a sudden move. Hey, I've done all my own stunts in the movie Wild. <laughs> Don't think I can't fend for myself. L luckily, Girl. I read that book. It's a walking book. You just walk. <laughs> Girl power. Ah. <laughs> You're picking me up above your head? Yes! Spin you like this! I'm just like the helicopter now. <laughs> flying away with using me. <laughs> Here we go! Oh. Take off above the trees and out of sight. <laughs> Don't throw me out of the sky without a parachute. Oh. You've just been bammered. Spooked. Spooked. That was a scary story. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. <laughs> wow, we had uh, some quick murder in there and then we saved the day pretty quickly and handedly, too. Everything we need. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Emily, have you uh, ever been that scared in your life? <laughs> no. <laughs> there wasn't enough heights in there. Yeah. There was um, well, thank you so much for for being here, um, chatting with us, playing games with us, uh, helping us get to know your your fears and um, non fears of, of ghosts and things like this. Um, we uh, how many more episodes of Two Dead Girls uh, are left in the series? So we have it's seven left. Five okay. the first five episodes of Two Dead Girls in Jubilee are out for free wherever you get your podcasts. 
Um, and we have seven more installments to come. So it's the perfect time to, to binge up with new episodes releasing every Tuesday. Wow. Amazing. And Emily, where can everyone follow you as well? I am on Instagram and Twitter as at Emily Goss 650. Amazing. And Eric, where can they follow you? I'm also uh, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere on the Internet as Merrick Mandrews. Perfect. And we'll be tweeting all of that out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on both Eric and Emily with direct links to those social medias, as well as make sure shut this episode off right now and go listen to Two Dead Girls in Jubilee right now. Spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 